Hey guys, it's uh, Chase with csjoseph.life again. So today we're going to be talking about the interaction styles yet again. Uh, this is the fourth and final video on the interaction styles. And the specific interaction style we're going to be talking about today is the behind the scenes uh, types. Behind the scenes are very interesting and uh, in some cases very mysterious. Um, although most would say that the ISFJ is pretty common to be uh, mysterious, but it still is. So anyway, the four types that are the behind the scenes are the ISFJ, the ISFP, the INTP and the INFP. The behind the scenes type. Very shadowy individuals. Always sneaking around. Always in the background. Never really actually up front. Although that's not necessarily true. They can go into their unconscious or their subconscious and be out front if they have to be. But that's basically any type that is an introvert anyway. So, the interaction style behind the scenes, uh, they are informative, they're responding, and they're movement. Now obviously they're responding because responding basically means they're introverted and we already knew that they're introverted. So, they uh, like it when people come to them. It takes them a little bit more mental energy to initiate. And, uh, it's oftentimes why they like to be left alone, uh, because social interaction can drain them if it's prolonged. It's not that they don't um, huh, crave social interaction, but it's because they, uh, I mean, it's just, just draining. My own mother, for example, she's an ISFJ, and uh, when she's in social situations, what she does is uh, she has what she calls a cup of personality. Uh, it's basically coffee. She gets hopped up on coffee and then she becomes chatty Kathy. Well, caffeine is a stimulant for an ISFJ that uh, basically removes inhibitions, kind of similar just to how alcohol does in some cases. And it puts the ISFJ in their ESFP shadow or their ESFP unconscious side of their mind which makes them very ESFP-ish. And uh, if they're in a crowd, um, they can become the life of the party pretty quickly, but only for a limited time, at least as long as the uh, caffeine lasts. Um, if they're on a one-on-one -on -one situation though, they can go into their ENTP subconscious if they're comfortable enough for it. And uh, they can really uh, wow some people with uh, very powerful and personal conversations those ISFJs, all because of their interaction style. So they are responding. Uh, they're also control. Control being, as we've already talked about, you go at your own pace. We've been discussing movement a lot and we initially talked about control, but uh, let's uh, reiterate control a little bit, at least in terms of the behind the scenes. You go at your own pace, you take your uh, jolly sweet time, uh, you're not really in a hurry. You don't like to be forced to be in a hurry. You like things to be under control. Uh, for an ISFJ, INFP, 
INTP, ISFP, really social control is a big deal to them because uh, they're responding. Uh, but system control is also really helpful as well. Uh, especially with ISFPs because they need to have that freedom. If they, uh, if they don't have control over their freedom, if they don't perceive that they have control in their freedom for decision-making, then it's just really going to go downhill for them really quick. Why is that? Well, it's because ISFPs are like super diligent, but if they don't have control of their freedom, they'll decide that they will become instantly lethargic in such a way where they become super, super lazy, right? Uh, INFPs are very similar to that as well. If they feel like that they lack control in their situation and that uh, in any social situation, it could be their relationships, it could be their job, then they have this whole point of view of, well, why bother? It's not going to change any better for me, so why should I care to put in any effort to begin with? But then again, that becomes a uh, catch-22 when they get their little why bother syndrome uh, because then nothing changes and because they're miserable because they're FI hero they end up making all the FE users in their life miserable too and it just spreads like a virus it's not ideal and I don't recommend it so control they're, they, they, they take their time they go at their own pace uh, they're not uh, not in a hurry um, it, it can be really useful. ISFPs, when, when they have control over their destiny, control over their freedom, uh, to the point where it's like defended and it's not going to be taken away from them, they really can spend a lot of time being absolutely precise with their art and create some amazing art. Uh, there's a lot of examples of ISFPs around that do this. Um, it's actually introduced, um, not face to face, but it's introduced to an ISFP makeup artist recently. Uh, I met a family member of theirs on an airplane recently, and uh, they own this company called Beautiful Buzz, for example. And uh, it's an example of an ISFP entrepreneur who's starting like makeup lines or clothing lines or whatnot. But because she's going at her own pace, she's taking her time, she's really spending all of her attention on the details and focusing in that way, it's able to create amazing visuals and really deliver a good customer experience. A very good artistic approach because an ISFP is all about delivering the best experience with how they feel. Because if they don't deliver a good experience, if they don't feel good about the experience they're, they're giving, because they may lack the freedom to do so, that's just gonna cause drama. Not just for them personally, but also for their customers. So I wouldn't recommend that. Uh, the sun is not helping here. Oh well. So, uh, yeah, so responding control and informative. That's the difficult part about uh, the behind the scenes uh, types uh, they get so cryptic sometimes and you have to decrypt and it goes down it goes down to the whole 
you know, bias towards women, I guess, where people think that all women are, you know, not able to be direct about their feelings or, uh, you know, you have to decode what they're saying. Um, you know, it, it brings about situations like, I didn't want you to solve my problem, but I just wanted you to hear how I feel. Something similar like that. That's a very informative way of doing things. Although for some reason that's been attached to women. But not all women actually do that. Maybe only half of women do that. And yet somehow our race or people in our society, we've just attached that to people. And it's really annoying. And it's not true. I Not good. So, but yeah, uh, there's always subtext attached to everything that any of these behind the scenes types say. You have to know the context in order to really understand what it is they're saying. So if you're direct, you don't really care that much about context, but if you're in a relationship with a behind the scenes type, you need to know context in order to basically have a relationship with them. Because the context could change and you just don't know. You really don't know. So, and uh, like it, it's, it's especially important for all of them. Especially the FI hero types because they have TE inferior. Makes them insecure about what other people think of them. Also makes them insecure about rules, regulations. Um, afraid of too much structure, right? And, or afraid that the structure that exists is unfair to them or, or something that they don't like. And they'll try to complain, and it's all just a series of hinting instead of directly telling you that there's a problem, right? <laughs> and, uh, <coughs> and then they get mad at you for not reading their hints, and then they start making decisions about you not, you know, and start judging you because you're not reading their hints, right? So, you gotta be careful. Don't do that. Also, uh, one thing about behind the scenes types, always respect the behind the scenes realm. What that means is, if you have someone who is a behind the scenes main uh, ego, or behind the scenes subconscious, respect the behind the scenes realm. Allow these people to live in the shadows. Do not expose them, especially in public, because they're very private people. And if they share things with you compared to others, you have to assume that that's because you're special. That's because they have a special relationship with you. If you expose them or, or talk about things about them or with them in public without their permission, right? They'll hate you for it. They will feel disrespected. They'll feel unloved. And that's a problem. You, you got to be careful. You have to allow them to be as private as possible. And you just have to make them be comfortable in that private area. Now, the ISFP, you know, would claim that, oh, I don't mind that. I don't mind. But reality, they do because they're insecure of how other people think of them um, because of TE inferior. ISFJ would claim, oh, yeah, yeah, that's fine. But deep down... They'll remember and they'll hold it against you later. In fact, all of the behind-the-scenes types will uh, hold it against you later. They just will. Um, 
I mean, even the ISFP, and they're an SE user, it's because that SI uh, critic just really, really remembers all the bad things, and uh, that's all it remembers, and it will bring it up many years later. Now, it's not as bad as like SI Hero or SI Child, which are the other behind the scenes types, but it's pretty, pretty rough, let's be honest. So, so yeah, they're informative. You gotta watch out for their hints. You gotta decrypt what they say. Um, they're responding. Allow them to be responding. Respect the behind the scenes realm with their responsive, with their responsiveness. You can measure if they're in the mood or not, based on or or how comfortable they are. You have to measure either or or both, depending on which type you're dealing with. Uh, to just allow them to be in that behind the scenes realm. They're there because it's safe, it's warm, it's comfort, it's it's comfortable, it's known, they're used to it. Especially the INPs. INPs, it's crazy because they have, they get so comfortable where they are that they get stuck in ruts and then they end up not growing because they get stuck in ruts. A lot of people say, like, for example, there's this ENFJ guy on a Discord server today that uh, I was talking to. He basically said that people sometimes, their MBTI type, claim that they're INTPs and use that as a crutch to not get anything done or not to go anywhere in life. To be honest, that's not how that works. INTPs just get too comfortable. And really, the only way to motivate an INTP or an INFP because they have SI child is to just make them uncomfortable and to pull them out of that behind the scenes realm, right? So, in general, yeah, respect the behind the scenes, but if they're not growing as people, if they're not becoming better human beings, be prepared to pull them out of the behind the scenes, be prepared to expose them because. It's the only way they will grow. They only understand pain. You know, it's kind of like those people that uh, have to hit rock bottom before they ever grow up, right? Well, that's true with basically all of the types, to be honest, but some more than others. And I would say the behind the scenes types are definitely that way. With the exception of the artist, because it's the odd man out, um, in some cases, um, the artist will just remain diligent and just is perfectly fine left to his own devices. Like it's very normal. For example, artists that are uh, ISFPs that are uh, middle aged, for example, these people, these people will literally be okay with like their husband or wife leaving them alone and like not seeing them for like once every 90 days so they can continue to work on their projects, to work on their art, basically, because their art is so important to them. Their art is everything to them. So, so yeah, informative, responding, control. They go at their own pace, they need to feel in control either if they're in destiny or their environment so that they can stay comfortable or have the freedom that they need. Um, the freedom is really mostly for the ISFP though. The other ones, it's all about comfort and being in their comfort zone. So, and I think 
that's basically about it because we've hammered the other interaction styles so much that it's kind of repetitive at this point. But just wanted to at least make the one major point about respecting the behind the scenes realm and how important that is because the behind the scenes types are very private people and they really, really value one-on-one -on -one relationships, also known as introverted relationships. An extroverted relationship is three is a crowd, but a person alone or a person with one other person is still, and two people like basically, that's still an introverted social situation. And they really thrive in those introverted situations whether they're by themselves or with one other human being. But you put them in a three is a crowd scenario, their privacy and them being private is at risk and it makes them uncomfortable and it could be and it's not going to really they won't be comfortable for long in that situation so and i recommend navigating that as wisely as possible so but the behind the scenes people also get like a really bad rap because of that often they are uh, derided as uh, people who are just in their own world or don't care especially the uh, intuitive of the behind the scenes types but uh, the uh, sensing behind the scenes types not so much so yeah I mean they're really only mysterious because they generally just don't interface with people as often and that's not a bad thing and it doesn't mean we could, uh, we should be uh, labeling them hermits or uh, these people who are not good with human beings, etc. I mean, like especially the INTPs, it's just people are are not as much of a priority to them because they're too busy playing with their metaphysical systems. Uh, you know, it's like a big toy land universe that they have access to mentally. That they're able to, you know, use their thinking models and solve problems. Life to them is a giant puzzle box. Let them play with their puzzle box. They really need that. Uh, and sometimes, even in a social situation, behind the scenes types, they just have to straight up disengage. Uh, I was talking recently with a uh, INTP mother who's actually very good at type and. She trained her son, uh, or her daughter, I don't remember which, but she's married to an ESTP and uh, they go to church and get involved in church events and she'd be extroverting in her unconscious or her subconscious side of her mind at that point. And then all of a sudden, she's like tapped out of energy and she just has to completely disappear and people are like, where did she go? Where did she go? And you'll find her in a corner where there's like nobody but her literally doing nothing but playing puzzles. That's just how INTPs are. You know, INFPs are also very similar. They just want to sometimes disengage, go off alone, be in that private, comfy area to regain their mental energy from all that extroverting uh, drain that they've had. And they just sit there and they daydream. INFPs are all about daydreaming. So because they're daydreaming so much, that's how they're able to regain that mental energy. ISFJs in those situations, well, 
they'll just leave early and go home because their SI Hero really has a hard time with that physical environment because of SE Nemesis. They just worry about the physical environment around them and all the people in it. And that worry just bothers them. So they have to kind of disengage entirely and go to a place far away, preferably their home, to gain that level of comfort and that mental energy back. Unless, of course, they're trying to use alcohol or caffeine to change that. Who knows? So, and ISFPs are constantly looking for the opportunity to go back to their art. So, anyway, I think I've beat a dead horse a bit too much on this one. So, that's the uh, final interaction style, the behind-the-scenes types. And uh, that is informative responding control. And uh, we got one more video to go, to go with this series on how to type yourself and others. How to type anyone, basically. So uh, we'll be going over that in the next video. If you found this video to be educational or helpful, please leave a like and subscribe. And uh, if uh, you have any questions or whatnot, ask it in the comments. And I will do my best to get back to you. Otherwise, you have a good night. Later.